And then, of course, once I dropped the weight of the <laughs> of the old relationship, yeah. everything just like went boom. I, I hired my first assistant. I got the contract with Wiley. Um, I started speaking here. It was just like the universe going, let's make some gold out of it. We're all about turning a crappy situation into something positive. A quarter million dollars of credit card I debt. I still remember the day when no one turned up. Throw it in the garbage and start from scratch. I could give myself a chance. So I started something. I mean, I think that counts as from poop to gold. <laughs> our sponsor for this episode is our 14-day video script challenge. Yes, we are sponsoring our own show. Yes, we are. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to From Poop to Gold. I'm Daniel Harmon, Chief Creative Officer at Harmon Brothers. My guest today is Vivica Von Rosen. Hello. Welcome on the show. Thank you so much. I'm like poopy thrilled to be here. <laughs> okay. Great. We're starting off on the right foot. So Vivica is a LinkedIn expert. Um, you've written a, a few books on it. A few books on it, yeah. Um, you've made some Forbes lists, I yeah, understand, as well. Yeah, a couple of those. Yeah, you've got... <laughs> Early on when there wasn't much competition. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm, sure you've, I'm sure you've done fantastic. But anyway, give our audience a little bit of your background and how you've ended up at this place where you are this, you know, uber LinkedIn person <laughs> and, um, and really out there teaching everybody on how to use the platform well. Thank mm -hmm. you. Perfect. Yeah, so I'm... Um, I'm a little bit of a serial entrepreneur, and I was kind of at a state in my life, I was selling cars, where I was like, this can't be all there is meant to be in life. And um, Used cars or new cars? Uh, both. Okay. Yeah, yeah. At least they were Toyotas, that's uh, all okay. I have to say. At least go. they were Toyotas. You, at least you could feel something behind that, right? <laughs> exactly, uh -huh. exactly. And actually, I sold a car to somebody who said, hey, you should work for our business. And that's when I started um, into the co-share space, where I discovered I'm really bad at managing people, but I really loved helping our, our other entrepreneurs and solopreneurs and business owners with marketing and networking. Now this is you know, okay. 2002, 2003, 2004, so it's pre-social networking-ish. So you learned about yourself, I'm a good teacher, I'm a, I'm good, a good teacher, mentor, I'm a, good... I'm a bad manager. Exactly, okay. yep. exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, so it was really exciting because one of the things I got to do is bring in speakers and I brought someone in who spoke about Web 2.0 okay. and the whole idea of the yeah. interactive web, which was, you know, that shows you how long ago it was. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that the website could interact with the user, mm -hmm. um, which is now the modern buyer. Um, but anyway, back then. So is that early 2000s? This is, is early 2000s, yep. right? Yep. And uh -huh. so they introduced me to LinkedIn at the very end of the presentation. And I just was like, oh, my God, this thing is amazing. And then fast forward, you know, 20 or 15 years and. And here we are. Yeah. Um, but it was, it was a matter of good timing. I saw the potential. There weren't many women or any women teaching and training on it at the time. Um, our, an association we were a member of was like, oh, that's really cool. We should learn that too. So they helped to spark my career. And the thing about social media, I think, you know, that hasn't changed is the mentorship. Yeah. And so Mari Smith became a mentor. Bob Berg became a mentor. Um, Trey Pennington, who's no longer with us, was a mentor to me. And they really helped support me in my, my travels through LinkedIn. And, you know, I played around when they, when Twitter came out, I played around with it for a little while. And, you know, Facebook, of course, but I just, I've always returned back to LinkedIn because it made more sense to me. And I think it's almost the most honest platform for a business yes. because maybe I don't think they figured out, um, 
how to use ads quite effectively. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. when they do, so we'll probably, change. yeah, yeah, uh -huh. we might have to pay play. But for right now, you know, you put good stuff out there, it gets enough engagement, it gets amplified. Yeah, yeah. very much so. I love about it. And I, I found the same thing on LinkedIn yeah. that I have a little bit more of a natural voice there yes. than what I've had on Facebook and Instagram. Not that I don't love them and, and YouTube and everything for, yeah. for all their own reasons. But like you said, LinkedIn is, it's just been a, a much more natural fit for me personally. Yes. And um, and it's also been very resilient because at the beginning, a lot of people just loved the yeah. idea of being able to connect to each other right. online right. in a business network. Exactly. And that was novel in, it, yeah. in and of itself. Yeah. But then it's having very much a, a revival and it, then it's becoming a very legitimate content platform. It is, it is. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's interesting because you know, it was all about being an open networker and, and accepting everyone into your network. Yeah. And now we've realized spammers also figured that one out too. Yeah. But to your point, yeah, it was really exciting in the beginning. And then there were some dark days where everything was shut down and they took out all the good features and we were kind of like, eh. mm -hmm. but I think with Microsoft um, buying it, they've infused a lot of new features. And to your point, mm -hmm. you know, we've got video, we've got live, we've got, um, you know, just a more natural, I think, algorithm. Yes. So it's pretty exciting for content. Very cool. Yeah. So now you're here, you're this yeah. super LinkedIn queen. <laughs> I'm going to call you that. I don't know if you've ever been called that. But, that's my friend Ava, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, LinkedIn specialist. Um, tell us a little bit about your poopy moment. My poopy moment. Yeah, from when things were got really crappy before really crappy for you before yeah. they got better. So, you know, oversharing here. <laughs> um, my first LinkedIn business, I, I started it, but then I um, very quickly hooked up, and I do mean hooked up, with this other guy. <laughs> and we, we, um, we had an agency together, and then he hooked up with our business partner, and I do mean hooked up. <laughs> and um, I found out about it. Oh, yeah, by the way, we were engaged. And oh, so, um, yeah, it was, it was a really, oh, I'm so grateful. Um, it this was is a, just a whole soap opera. It's this a is, whole soap this, this opera. Is, this is a straight script out of a film. This it, it really was, and everyone knew except for me because I am a blonde, and mm -hmm. you know, actually, she is too. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, everyone knew about it, and then. I was just about to sign the lease on an apartment for us and move from Fort Collins to Denver. And um, someone I know said, no, no, really, Vivica, don't do, that. don't do it. You know, he really is having an affair with her and up. cheating on you straight up. And um, so it was really hard because, you know, obviously stepped out of that business, you know, stepped out of my home, stepped out of my relationship. And I was kind of like, well, crap, now what? You know, and I, um, it was really interesting coincidence, universe, whatever you want to call it. Uh, f uh, two friends of mine who are also in LinkedIn at the time, they had no idea because this was before we shared everything online. Mm -hmm. And um, they reached out and said, hey, what are you doing? Um, are you interested in working with us? Like two separate people, Jason Alba and Nate Kievman. And I was just like, do they know? How do they know? You know, but they didn't. It was just coincidence. And so it let me know that my life wasn't over. And then, of course, once I dropped the weight of the, <laughs> of the old relationship, yeah. everything just like went boom. I, I hired my first assistant. I got the contract with Wiley. Um, I started speaking here. So it, it, you know, it was it was just like the universe going all right, I know we gave you some sh poop, but, you know, let's make some gold out of it. Oh, 
And uh, yeah, and it's been great ever since then. And it's, it's a great learning lesson for me too. It's so interesting when you're describing that situation, sometimes we hold on so oh, yeah. dearly to the way things are yep. and don't want to embrace change. Yep. And then when we finally can make that decision and realize it's a little bit of a sunk cost fallacy. Right? Yes, exactly. All this time and, into this relationship. Yep. I put all this all, all this investment or whatever into this this business or whatever it yeah. is. And then once you can kind of step back from it and realize there is actually a better way forward yes. and I don't have to have this drag me down. It's amazing how that can free things up. It really is. It really is. And it's, it, it's such a life lesson and it's not just about work. It's about everything, yeah. you know, and you just, it's, it's, and your, your spirit knows yeah. your spirit knows this is the right step and it's the ego or whatever that's holding back. But yeah, once you finally let go, yeah, you really skyrocket. You're, you're really, yeah, really free yeah. to fly. And yeah. for those of you that aren't familiar with the term sunk cost fallacy, it's basically yeah. like, oh, I put all this money or this time into something, and so yeah. therefore I can't let it go. Right. But that doesn't necessarily like no. That, that's just a complete lie. You totally it it can is. Yeah. You can't. And and the the time and effort and maybe not some of the money <laughs> mm -hmm. that's lost forever. But 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 the learning lessons that you get from those relationships are really not sunk costs after all. Right. You know, because hopefully you don't have to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So let's give yeah. our viewers a little bit of strategy sure. for LinkedIn. Yes. Okay. So you've been teaching about this recently. What What is the, the latest and greatest? What would you say are... I guess maybe three tips to really live by on LinkedIn. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So LinkedIn recently changed this algorithm and now it um, it's really more about quality over quantity. So to your point, back when LinkedIn first started, we were all connecting with as many people as we could, which was about you know 4.3 million people at the time. Yeah. Now you can have that in your network. But um, but the problem is when you're sharing content on LinkedIn, the new algorithms looking at the engagement as opposed to the number. So okay. if I have 30,000 people in my network, but only 300 people are engaging, it's the percentage isn't high enough for LinkedIn to say, okay, so we should make, we should amplify this to the rest of, of the community. Oh, okay. If I have 300 connections and 30 people are connecting or are engaging, LinkedIn is going to say, oh, cool, let's show this to more people because it's getting engagement. So it doesn't matter how many connections you have as long as they're engaged connections. So gotcha. the first thing I recommend doing is go out and clean out your, your connections. Not all of them, don't get rid of all of them, right. but get rid of the, you know, the recruiters from India who might've reached out to you in 2005. <laughs> they, sure. You know, if you're not looking for a job, there's no reason to have those people connected, especially if they don't engage. So have a really clean network, obviously have a good brand. Yeah. I mean, that that's actually the first thing that you should do is make sure that your profile looks good because we know when you get on Google and type in a person's name or the company name or even a product or service sometimes, the LinkedIn profile pops up. And yep. so they're going to look at it, yep. right? More buyers are searching LinkedIn and researching the vendors than, than sellers are researching their buyers, which makes no yeah. sense to me. Yeah, it's, yeah. It should be the other way around. But you're, yeah, the modern buyers absolutely, I think 62% is the number, researching your profile on LinkedIn before they're reaching out to you. So you've got to look good. Yep. You got to have a clean audience and then you have to share content that's relevant to them, not just sales pitches the whole time. Very good. Right. So I like that. So tips on cleaning up the profile. What would you yeah. say? Um, what would you, what pointers would you give people on, on crafting a really 
tight, nice profile. Yeah, so a background image in, that's interesting, number okay. one. A lot of people either like they'll pull something from their website that doesn't quite fit. You yeah. know, the words are bleeding off the page or their head's covering, you know, their tagline or something like that. So, so specific to that real specific estate. Specific to that real estate. Um, I've got a template on vigressobanner.com. It's free. You can just download it, slide share. But it'll give you the latest templates for the personal profiles and for the company pages. But that background image is the first thing people see. Yep. A picture that actually looks like you. Okay. Right? Because, yep. um, you, you know, and I, I don't want to piss off our realtors. <laughs> right, exactly. Or leaning against the Ferrari. You yeah. know, like, I make these millions of dollars. Don't ignore the Ferrari sign in the back. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just something in a close-up and smiling is good. Yeah. So that when you go to a conference or a trade show or you're meeting your client for the first time across Zoom with touch up my appearance, that you actually <laughs> <laughs> look like... Clarity. Clarity, right? Yeah, that it's an inst instant translation. It's an instant translation. And, and you don't want to lose any kind of trust that you've built by looking different. Yep. Or if you're going to do video on LinkedIn, you know, there's like this 1988 picture of you and then there's like ancient you doing the video and there's a disconnect yeah, there. So yeah. you need to look like yourself. Um, the the headline should not be title at company. It should be a description of who you serve and how you help them. Okay, you know, awesome. no matter what you do, you don't have to be a salesperson to help people, mm -hmm. right? And so, how you do it, what makes you different, and so then those are the first words they see. Description exactly of, of who you serve and what was the, the and how you help and, and how, how you, you serve them, them okay. right? So. And then um, the about section is just an, an expansion upon that. And what we always say is we your profile should be a resource to your buyer, not a resume. And so many, mm -hmm. I and mean, we're in the sales industry and, and so many of the resumes or <laughs> the profiles we come across are like, quote a question sales guy. Yeah. And uh -huh. like skull and crossbones in the background image. Like really? Yeah. That's the image yeah. you want to portray? Like, <laughs> no, no, I don't want you to say, you know, sell me anything. So. Just making your profile more of a resource okay. and, and, and authentically um, a resource yeah. is... More uh, of a sales funnel. It actually. really it is a sales it's a, it's, it's a very simple, because you're really limited to what you can do, but it is, it becomes a sales page. Okay. Absolutely right. Awesome. Love those, love those um, tidbits for our audience. So <laughs> networking principles on LinkedIn. Yep. How are they different and how are they similar to real life? Yeah. So um, I think they're very aligned with real life. Okay. And you know, LinkedIn says only connect to you, people you know. Marcus you know. Murphy? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He, he preaches a little bit of the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. No, Marcus is great. Um, yeah. So you know, you're you're not going to hopefully go to an event like Social Media Marketing World with a handful of business cards with a paper bag over your head <laughs> going, buy my stuff, buy it, buy right. it, buy it, buy it, buy it. Right. And yet on LinkedIn, that's what people do, yeah. right? They don't, you can't see their picture because of their settings or they don't have an image. You know, they're barely dressed as far as their profile <laughs> and they're trying to shove their business down your throat. Like yeah. you would never do that in real life. So please yeah. don't do that on LinkedIn. And I know LinkedIn says only connect to people you know. You know, I might mind only connect to people you should know, right? I like or that. should know you. I like right? that. Yeah. And and not and that's not everybody. Yep, it isn't everybody. Especially with the new algorithm as far as content. Yeah. What we were saying, clean out your network. Clean out your network. Make it so it's really people that are going to be responsive to you and that you want to be responsive to. Right? Exactly, exactly. It's interesting for me because I've been very, very marketing focused for the past 12 years and then we started our new business, which is very sales focused. And of course, we want to marry marketing and sales. Yeah. So it's it's not like it's 
apples and oranges, but, um, but I am noticing a shift in my network. And there are some people who are getting cleaned out and some people who are being brought in. Yeah. But you do, you have to be, you have to be strategic yeah. about who you connect with now. Very smart. So clearly all these platforms are <laughs> updating like quarterly, if not more often. Yeah. How are they supposed to stay on the forefront of that with LinkedIn? <laughs> well, don't buy my book because it's like almost <laughs> 10 years print. old now because it's in print. Okay. So it was immediately out of yeah. date. No, um, really follow some of the, the, the LinkedIn influencers. Of course, please feel free to yeah, follow me. Follow but sure. There's Ted Prodmore. I can never say Ted's last name. Sorry. Prodmore 2, okay. Bryn Tillman, Marcus, of course, yeah. Murphy. Um, uh, I, I'm a LinkedIn uh, learning author. Oh, Michaela Alexis is awesome, and also Goldie um, Chan. Yeah, Chan. yeah. Um, Judy Fox. Judy Fox well. is great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's actually a really small world, and we all like each other. <laughs> That's um, good. Andy Foot is another one. Okay. So, so follow the LinkedIn voices, uh -huh. <laughs> um, but also go get on LinkedIn Learning. Um, they're very. Uh, adamant about keeping their library up to date. So in fact, oh, I'm redoing okay. two of my courses right now because they're just a hair out of, of date. So you can learn things there. Of course, go to our website, fangresso.com, um, if you're interested in sales. So LinkedIn learning for LinkedIn. They're yeah, 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 LinkedIn, yeah. Because I they, know they do a lot of, I've been mostly, um, mostly exposed to LinkedIn learning for uh, learning other skills. Right, right, like, right. You know, yeah, but they have a whole learning. Yeah, exactly, uh -huh. exactly. But yeah. but yeah, they also have a, a LinkedIn section. So yeah. um, that's worth doing too. Cool. And of course, LinkedIn's blog. Yep. They're usually two or three weeks late in uh, uh, sharing what's new, sure, but I, it's better than two or three years, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> Far better. That's Far not better. Too, that's not too long of a lag. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Love it. I think we're going to wrap up. So right. where would where should our audience look you up? Cool. So the easiest thing is just Google LinkedIn expert, and hopefully it's. Google and LinkedIn are still having a good relationship by the time this airs. Um, I'm Vivica Von Rosen, so my LinkedIn profile is usually first, second, or third thing that shows up. Thank you, Google. Um, and uh, you can always reach out to us at Vengresso, V-E-N-G-R-E-S-O. A lot of alliteration there. I'm the Chief Visibility Officer at Vengresso. My yes. name is Vivica, so just a bunch of Vs. Just search <laughs> just Vs on Google, you should find us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, please reach out. Let me know you, you saw this, and um, I would be more than happy to connect with you. Awesome. I mean, as long as you're in my network. There you go. <laughs> and, and as long as you'll, you'll engage with her content. Exactly. As long as you'll engage with my content, we're good. We're good. That's right. Thank you so much for coming on. Awesome. It's been Thank a lot you of so fun. much. Very great story from Poop to Gold. <laughs> Lots you're, of poop. You've been a great guest. <laughs> so... Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we will see you on the next one. As entrepreneurs and small businesses, we all kind of reach that point where we know we've created something awesome and we want to share it with the world, right? Mm -hmm. And it's that very next step that can oftentimes be really intimidating or really scary or you just don't know where to go next, right? And the beautiful thing about this 14-day script challenge is you get your hand held from okay, you have this cool product, now let's go research and find the exact way to present it and message it to the world in a way that resonates and gets people excited and they're ready to swipe their credit card and purchase. And in the 14-day script challenge, you get the opportunity to go through that step-by-step -step with 
our writers who have done it dozens and dozens of times. Yeah, you actually watch us go through each of the steps ourselves and create it with a real client, a real product, and um, it's a real campaign that's out there that's been very successful. That's right. And the feedback that we've had on this thing has just been phenomenal. I mean, we get comment after comment and emails flowing in from people all over the world who have just uh, raved about the impact that this has had on their business. People tell us over and over again, it is just a huge value punch for the investment for this 14-day script challenge and, and really gave them the tool set they needed to walk through it and make it happen. And we've had dozens of students who have successfully taken the challenge, written their script, launched their ad campaigns, and driven success for their business. It's pretty amazing. For more information, go to hbros.co slash script. That's hbros.co slash script.